The first IU football depth chart is out for this season, and there are plenty of eyebrows to be raised. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, guys? It is Thursday, August 4th. This is Locked On Hoosiers, your one and only daily one-stop shop for everything IU Athletics. I'm your host, as always, Jacob Rude. I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen every single day. We got our first uh, football depth chart of the season this week as fall camp kicks off. There's a lot of questions, a lot, some answers, but certainly as with the case with any uh, first depth chart of the season, reveals some things, shows where some of the battles to watch are going to be. If we're everybody's eyes on this depth chart, almost certainly would have immediately went and found the quarterback position. I mean, it's it's human nature to go look at it. That didn't tell us anything, not shockingly. Uh, it, said, it is listed as Jack Tuttle or Connor Bazelak. There's not really in, any significance on whose name was listed first, just that there's still a quarterback battle, and it is going to be one of those guys. It doesn't list a third string, not that it really matters. It, it's a two-horse race, but uh, there is nothing that separates the two right now. Uh, the, this was released... Uh, I believe on Tuesday, maybe Wednesday, so literally days into the start of fall camp. This depth chart was probably put together before fall camp even started, so I don't think it gives any sort of indication as to how fall camp is going for either one of these guys. We knew coming in that it was going to be a quarterback battle. Uh, This just furthers that. Further solidifies that, I should say, not that it needed it. Tom Allen himself said it was going to be a quarterback battle, uh, but it's going to be a battle that whoever wins is going to be the starter. There's not going to be any kind of dual quarterback system. So that was one of the very first uh, things that I was the first thing I went to look at. Uh, What caught my eye next, maybe just because of proximity, right below it is the running backs. Uh, When you look at this depth chart, which... We tweeted out um, a quote tweet of it. It's on a couple different websites. Hoosier Huddle is what I'm using uh, to see it right now. Those guys cover the football team tremendously, so you can go over there and look. But what I saw next was the running backs right below it. Sean Shivers is your first uh, your first string, your starter, starting running back, as I kind of uh, predicted it to be, and... Josh Henderson or Jalen Lucas is the second string. Interesting um, that that is still a battle. Um, Not as interesting that Shivers is the uh, starter right now. Now, of course, over the the course of fall camp, that could change. But coming in, Shivers being the starter, we heard from a number of different people. Taiwan Mullen, uh, I believe... Cam Jones and or AJ Barner also said something about Shivers standing out during uh, spring practice, during workouts in the offseason. So he he came to Indiana to be a starter. I think he wouldn't have transferred here if he didn't feel like he had a really, really strong chance at starting. So him being the starting uh, running back 
expected, but uh, the battle behind him is going to be interesting because Jalen Lucas is a true freshman. Josh Henderson, a transfer from UNC. So uh, young versus old in that one. We saw Deshaun McCullough's name on this depth chart. He popped up at the bull position. We'll talk a little bit more about that uh, later on in the episode, but he is on this depth chart. Offensive line, uh, no surprises really. Um, your starters right now, left tackle, Luke Haggard, left guard, Mike Kadich, center, Zach Carpenter, right guard, Tim Weaver, right tackle, Matthew Bedford. That is the five I probably would have given you uh, heading into fall. Khalil Benson is listed at right guard. He could be into the mix. Uh, Cameron Knight at center could potentially be in the mix. Parker Hanna at right tackle is someone uh, that could be in the mix as well. But I think those five are probably pretty entrenched. Uh, there are no, those guys are set. Their second string are set. There's no battles there. There's no or on any of those. And I expect that position uh, to be one that there, there isn't going to be any change. I, I don't suspect there's going to be any change during fall camp unless someone really, really, uh, breaks out because that's a pretty experienced offensive line. Haggard's a a senior using his um, extra year of eligibility. Uh, Kadich is a redshirt junior. Carpenter's a redshirt junior. Weaver's a redshirt junior. Bedford is a senior. That's a really experienced offensive line. And behind each one of them is a not experienced. Uh, Joshua Sales is listed as the backup left tackle. He's a redshirt freshman. Vinny Fi Cable is the backup left guard, redshirt freshman. Cameron Knight's a redshirt sophomore. Khalil Benson is a redshirt sophomore. Parker Hanna is a senior using his COVID year. That is, there's not a ton of experience. This is not a particularly deep group, but those five, I have some faith in, but they need to show it. Uh, they certainly didn't show it last season, but bringing some level of experience back is a positive. They need to be talented as well. So we'll see how, if they're able to use that experience uh, with some offseason improvement to be a better offensive line this year, but doesn't look like there's going to be any kind of uh, battles at the or on the offensive line, at least right now. One position I did mention, didn't mention is wide receiver, and that's because whole buddy. There is, we know hardly anything about this position. So we're going to spend the entire second segment talking about that one. Before we do that, though, if you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor. You ready for this? Delicious, delicious, indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate. That's right. Built has done it again with the cookie dough chunk puffs. Uh, I just finished my last one. Uh, yesterday they are, they're the best ones yet. I, I was a big cookies and cream fan, uh, until we got sent some of these absolutely the best ones they've had yet. The s'mores ones we also got, those are right up there, but these cookie dough chunk puffs are amazing. You have your, your chunks of cookie dough on top of the bar. Everything's covered in chocolate, still tastes amazing. And you get cookie dough bites in with each, or cookie dough chunks, excuse me, in with each bite. 
The best part, they are 160 calories, they are 15 grams of protein, and it's made with that collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently, provides a ton of health benefits, eats something uh, that tastes good, but is also good for you. So head on over to Built.com today, use the promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. I want to thank you guys again for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every single day. Reminder, subscribe to us over at YouTube. Audience is continuing to grow there. I know I keep saying it, but it is rapidly growing over there. So be sure to go subscribe over on YouTube. You can watch the episodes daily. They go up at 7 a.m. You can join the conversation over there. Let's dive into these wide receivers because, who, buddy, there is nothing we know really about this group. Uh, there are three wide receiver positions listed. There's technically four, but it's a typo on the uh, depth chart. One of them is uh, tight end. A.J. Barner is your starting tight end. Everybody knew that. So your first wide receiver position, we'll start at the top. Javon Swinton or Donovan McCauley or Anderson Kobe. Zero clarity there, and that is immediately going to be the first battle to watch. Uh, is that wide receiver position. Look, when Donovan McCauley made the move to wide receiver, I thought he could see some time on the field. I didn't necessarily expect him to compete for a starting position. If he's able to take that uh, new position and run with it from the get-go, having a 6'5", 210-pound wide receiver out there is absolutely enormous, both literally and figuratively. Uh, he's he clear He knows the offense. Now the offense has changed a little bit, but he's familiar enough. He he's had experience in the Big Ten. Uh, there's a some familiarity of just being on the field. Obviously, a new position, but if he's able to take to this and, and win out a starting job, both a huge surprise, uh, but a, a huge win for the Hoosiers because having someone like him that is able to uh, be a big play guy would be enormous and. Uh, he's someone, Adam Henry, the new wide receivers coach has kind of taken him in. Uh, Tom Allen talked about it during media day has taken him in, helped him. Uh, Henry is a former NFL coach. So no one better to have kind of mentoring you and helping you with this new position. So, uh, Macaulay talked about, he wanted to make this move because he thought he could get on the field quicker that way. I didn't disagree but I just didn't think he would be in the running for a starting position. So right off the bat, you have three guys. We know Javon Swinton. He's a junior. He's been around for a while. Um, he's a name that I think a lot of IU football fans are probably familiar with. Anderson Kobe is a transfer that um, came in from Tennessee, I believe. Uh, so three guys from kind of three different backgrounds, one a returner, one a new position guy, one a transfer battling out for that position. So really interesting start. That was the first wide receiver position listed. The next one, DJ Matthews Jr. or Emery Simmons. Now, this one I think is a little bit of a different or because I think, and this is purely speculation, I think this or is mainly dependent on DJ Matthews Jr.'s health. Uh, If you guys have seen some of the clips that have been tweeted out, by IU football, DJ Matthews has been all over them. 
making some impressive catches. He's definitely healthy. He's definitely taking part in camp. So I think this is a matter of assuming he's healthy and holds up. Uh, he, this is a position battle for, um, and kind of name only. I, I think if Matthews is healthy, he's going to be the starter and he's going to be the number one receiver. It was interesting looking at the videos. Matthews was moved back to the outside. Uh, that was kind of the position he had in uh, Florida State, uh, I believe is where he came from before he transferred to IU. Um, and he was moved inside to the slot uh, because Indiana had uh, some guys established outside already last season. So he moved inside. It's, it looks like, at least on kind of one or two plays we've seen on the video, that he's moved back outside. He's speedy. He's a great route runner. I think no matter where you put him, he's going to be an effective wide receiver. So that one, I, I think, is maybe a little bit less of a battle. Emory uh, Simmons is a transfer uh, coming in to – I believe he's the one – he is from UNC as well. Um, I think he'll see some playing time. I think pretty much all these guys are going to see playing time that I've listed uh, just because there's so much uncertainty. Everybody's going to get a shot. But I do think DJ Matthews is going to be the starter, assuming he can hold up physically. The last one is the only one that we know there's going to be a starter, and it is Cam Camper. He is the listed starter at the third wide receiver position. I don't know. If I had to guess, this might be the slot receiver position. I'm not entirely certain. There isn't really any distinguishable uh, notes or anything left here. It's just three different wide receiver positions. Uh, but Cam Camper is is the only guy that is listed as a starter in the first depth chart we have. Uh, behind him, you have Malachi Holt-Bennett, um, a true sophomore. Uh, who I think he may have gotten a little bit of playing time last season. David Baker, a redshirt sophomore, is uh, also listed as battling for that second string position. Cam Camper, I'm not surprised, is going to be starting. Uh, he came in as a transfer from uh, tr uh, Community College. I believe it was Trinity Valley Community College he came from. Um, and he was successful there and someone that multiple schools were after. So I'm not surprised he came in and won out a starting position right now. If I had to guess day one, uh, well, not day one, I guess we're at day three of fall camp, but with the first depth chart we have, I would say your three wide receivers are going to be cam camper, DJ Matthews, Jr. Probably Javon Swinton just because of the experience. But that last one that I listed, I think is is entirely up in the air between Swinton, McCauley, and Kobe. Super interesting to see, though, because uh, there was zero clarity given, uh, largely speaking, to this wide receiver position that we know very little about. When we did our position preview, we said this was the position that uh, had the least amount of, of known uh, talent and returning talent on it. So it was going to be completely up in the air. Got a little bit of insight into it, but it's going to be interesting to see how those position battles play out here in the coming weeks or the coming month, I guess, as a whole. I want to talk about the defense because there were a couple noteworthy things there as we um, look at some of the starters, uh, especially on that defensive front. We'll get a sense of, uh, who's competing for what position. So we'll dive into that here in just a moment. So 
the further back you get in the defense, the more clarity you get. But when you start all the way at the front, there's a couple positions that are uh, completely unknown. James Head Jr. is listed as a starting defensive end. Uh, Bo Robbins is behind him. Uh, James Head Jr. is a senior using his COVID year. I'm, I'm sure fans are familiar with that name. There is no starting defensive tackle listed. Uh, it is two different positions that have two different oars beside them. J.H. Tevis or Ladarius Cox. Uh, Demarcus Elliott or C.O. I'm not going to try to pronounce his last name. I did it once when we did the defensive line prediction. Uh, I don't want to butcher it and honestly offend him again or any anything like that. But there are four guys listed for the defensive tackle position. Uh, very little known. Uh, it seems entirely up in the air. Uh, Tevis and Cox are redshirt seniors and juniors, respectively. Elliot and CO are uh, a senior. Elliot using his COVID year. CO a true senior. So there's experience, but it's a, a, a total battle right now. The nature of playing the defensive line, all those guys are going to see a healthy amount of time, but we don't know who the starter is right now. The bull position, which uh, unique to Tom Allen's offense, or excuse me, Tom Allen's defense. Alfred Bryant is the guy right now, a redshirt senior using his COVID year. Uh, so someone with a ton of college experience. He is listed as the starter. I mentioned at the open, we saw Deshaun McCullough's name. This is where it popped up uh, because Miles Jackson and Deshaun McCullough are listed as uh, the second string with an oar between them. They are fighting for that position. Jackson, the redshirt sophomore transfer from UCLA. Uh, McCullough, the true freshman top recruit. Um, we talked to John Garcia about him earlier in the summer. He's the type of guy that's going to step in and make an impact right away in Bloomington. So no worries about uh, whether he's going to be able to adapt and play Big Ten ball. Uh, how much is going to remain to be seen, but uh, this is someone that is going to see the field potentially in a number of places, but that bull position is interesting. One I think he could have a lot of success in. Uh, I think there's, a, like I said, a lot of positions he could play. Honestly, think Miles Jackson could be someone that has a lot of success. I think all three guys are going to play in that position at various times this season. Uh, we heard a lot of people talk about Miles Jackson and how impressive he has looked uh, during spring camp, during workouts, explosive, um, and really someone that can be a difference maker. The linebacker position that Micah McFadden vacated is open. Aaron Casey or Bradley Jennings Jr. Uh, Jennings is the uh, transfer from Miami, a redshirt senior using his COVID year. Uh, Casey, a redshirt senior who um, what we talked about last week, getting the Talia Farrow jersey, the 44 jersey that Indiana is going to use to um, kind of honor his legacy moving forward. Uh, two guys that have a lot of football experience, uh, maybe not a lot of experience uh, starting, um, at least in the Big Ten, Jennings does. I think right now Jennings is probably the leader in the clubhouse, um, and just because he started at Miami, even though he fell out of favor toward the end, uh, which led to him transferring, but I would think Jennings is probably the leader in the clubhouse. After that, there is very little uncertainty in the rest of this defense. Um, 
Cam Jones, obviously your starter at the other linebacker position. Your Husky is Noah Pierre, which just kind of solidifies that he has moved positions. Um, it's something that a couple people talked about. There were a couple names that were thrown around. This list is old enough. I guess it was made last week because Dellen McCullough II is listed on it as the potential second string for the Husky position. Uh, he is he medically retired. That was announced last week before media day. So uh, that probably gives you a sense of, of when this was put together. It was certainly before fall camp. Your secondary looks honestly really, really, really good. Uh, I mentioned Pierre is your Husky. Jalen Williams is one cornerback. Taiwan Mullen, the other one. Uh, your safety is Devon Matthews. Bryant Fitzgerald is the other safety. Uh, this is a su- just a ton of experience. Redshirt senior Noah, uh, Noah Pierre. Uh, COVID year senior Jalen Williams. COVID year senior Devon Matthews. Uh, redshirt senior using his COVID year, Bryant Fitzgerald. Senior Taiwan Mullen. As much experience as you're going to find in any secondary this season uh, is this IU secondary. A lot of talent, a lot of potential to be really, really good. Um, Really excited to see that. Uh, When it comes to special teams, nothing too out of the ordinary. Charles Campbell is going to be your kicker. James Evans, your punter. Uh, Your returners, David Holeman, redshirt freshman, is listed as one of the kick returners with Sean Shivers, uh, interesting. Both of those; those were names that um, Tom Allen mentioned at media day last week that could potentially see some time returning kicks. Punt returner DJ Matthews, not necessarily surprising. He was really good at it last year. Um, knock on wood, that was where he also got injured, but freak accident. Uh, Jalen Lucas is actually the second string punt returner, the true freshman. Uh, again, another name Tom Allen mentioned. Uh, He talked about the difference between kick returning and punt returning, two different beasts. Putting a true freshman back there is interesting, but uh, I would believe that that means um, he's really talented. And if he is, get him on the field because right now he's listed as battling for the second string running back position. And we've seen how IU has used running backs before and, and cycled through them a lot. And he's listed as a second string punt returner. So he seems like someone... Um, that is going to get on the field this season as a true freshman uh, along with Deshaun McCullough. So you're seeing kind of early on how good that recruiting class was that finished. uh, At one point, they were top 25 ranked before a couple decommitments and whatnot. But you see how good that recruiting class was and the early dividends they're going to pay. There's a couple true freshmen that are probably going to see the field this season. Super exciting. Uh, It makes football seem that much closer now that we have a – depth chart in front of us to look at still going to be plenty to talk about still going to be plenty to cover uh we'll do some reactions to the first week of um, training camp or fall camp i should say tomorrow so thanks again guys for making locked on hoosiers your first listen every day know what your team is up against across the big 10 with locked on big 10 everyday host nate dickinson and the local experts of Locked On, take you across the Big Ten in 30 minutes. Make Locked On Big Ten your second listen, Locked On Big Ten. I was on today's show. We talked about uh, something we're going to talk a little bit about tomorrow as well, some 
anonymous quotes from coaches around the Big Ten on each program. So we'll dive into that as well tomorrow. Make sure you guys are following us on Twitter at LO underscore Hoosiers. Subscribe to the podcast while you're there. Leave a quick rating and review. Helps us out a ton. You guys have been absolutely awesome. We just crossed one year of doing the pro, uh, the podcast on Monday was our one-year anniversary. I can't believe how big this podcast has gotten, starting from literally the ground up, uh, and it's all thanks to you guys. So big shout-out to you guys as we continue growing this. Uh, make sure you guys have a terrific, terrific Thursday, and most importantly, LEO.